faith that's got you built up? Why are we in a low valley? God is calling us to be on the solid ground, on the ground, just right next to Him. He didn't call you up to be on the top. He definitely didn't call you to be in a low valley. And all He's asking is that you just trust in Him. You just have faith. I know it's hard to, to see Thank you. 
everybody said, amen. Bless you guys. You may be seated. Thank you, worship team, for hanging in there with me. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Don't mean to embarrass anybody. But I couldn't pass that moment up. <laughs> Too good, man. Thank you, guys. Man, we, we are so blessed with an awesome worship team. Amen. It leads us week after week into the presence of God. It's it's amazing. So this morning, I want to get you up to date. Those, I hope you guys online can can see this. Man, look at that. We're every Sunday. It's the the red is has taken off. It started as just a little bumper. Now we're halfway through. I think we're close to about nine thousand. What I heard this morning. That is awesome. Being part of our Advent conspiracy on giving. A lot of times we can we can spend just like I did with my kids. You spend money and they play with it for a little bit, and then the box that that it came in, they play with that more than the toy. And you're just like, oh man, I could have just bought them a box or just you know for free, <laughs> they they would have enjoyed that more and gave more to this. That's what Advent conspiracy is all about. And guys, we are I'm I'm so blessed that I go to a church. That gives, that gives, that reaches out to the community in so many different ways. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. So that's where we're at. It is awesome seeing, seeing God at work in our, in our lives, in our church. So this morning, if you have tithes and offering, if you're wanting to, to give to the Chicago Outreach to help. Raise money for this van that will be given to them. There is giving boxes in the back and in the foyer, and uh, just feel free to to um, put in the envelope, write what you're giving it to, whether it's tithes or if it's for missions. Just put Advent conspiracy, or if you don't know how to spell all that stuff, just say Chicago van. <laughs> we'll understand that. So don't forget to give. So this morning, as we go into the Word of God, I want to talk about the message of love all. Love all. That's what we're going to be talking about this morning. It's a complicated thing, loving all. It'd be easy for me just to come up here and just say, oh, love everybody. And you will have a blessed life and give you the old, same old speak. <laughs> and you leave out the door just saying, man, right there. That was a beautiful message, but I got to be real with you this morning. That it's tough. It is tough to love. It is, it, is, it is tough to love. Now, back in 2001, when terrorists came and bombed or ran their jets, ran jets, terrorized America, ran the jets into the World Trade Center, the, the towers, killed thousands of people. Let me tell you something. It wasn't easy to love. The Muslims, 
I'm being real with you this morning. It might kind of hurt. It might kind of sting a little bit. Like, oh, man, Sam, you got to love everybody. Well, let me tell you, it's, it's tough. God had to get a hold of my life eventually because all I want to do is, you know, just get a bomb, big bomb, and just drop it on everything and just destroy it. I said, no. I died for them. Just like I died for you, I died for them, and somebody's got to tell them about Jesus. God, it, it took time. It took time for God to help me see. There might be an uh, issue in your life where you start to think and love all. You might say, you know what? I just wrote something on Facebook and somebody else with a different opinion and wrote back and argued with me. It was tough love. <laughs> My love for them You can look at the politicians and the, the, that support the abortionists to kill innocent babies, human life. It's kind of hard to love those people with that kind of thinking and thought. It's tough. And I'm here to be real with you this morning. Not love all. You can say it. It's easy to say. It's easy to put on that two face, that fake, you know, oh, I love everybody when really you don't. Really, you got some hate, some, some anger in you that God is trying to expose and you're not in it. That's right. Not all of these Muslims are extremists. All of them want to go run a plane into the World Trade Center or something. Some of them. All you have to do is just talk about Jesus and they'd be saved in an instant. But who's doing it, my friends? Who's responding to the call to be the light to the darkness? This morning we have missionaries right now that have churches right in the Muslim, the heart of Muslim countries. They're being persecuted. But they keep doing it every morning, day in and day out. They've sold their life to Jesus. They've given their life to Jesus and they're going to do it until they're dead. My friends, this morning, where is your faith? Online, where is your faith this morning? Is it build up, or are we at the state where we're just pretty easy, just uh, pushovers? When something good happens, we're, ooh, God, thank you. And when something happens, just a little bit. Yesterday, from being in Quincy, went through a little town. All of a sudden, I saw the lights behind me. Got pulled over. I love cops. Pray for them. 
love when they come out to the parking lot. I go out there and talk to them and let them know I'm praying for them. When he pulled me over, I was like, oh, man, I, why am I, I'm going to get this ticket. Oh, these police make me aggravated. <laughs> it was just flipped just like that. <laughs> God had to show, tell, remind me about the message. I was going to be preaching less than 24 hours. <laughs> Remember, you got to love. Sure enough, he got rolled down the window. I said, I'm sorry, officer. I, I would have blown past this town going 60 miles an hour in a 30 until there was some guy walking across the road. And I was like, oh, I'm going to slow down a little bit. And then that's when I saw the sign. And so he took my license and registration and came back and said, hey, slow it down a little bit. I'm just giving you a warning. Yes. I was back to loving the police officers again. <laughs> But you see how easy it is, how easy. One moment, we can be on top of the world, and the next, we can be challenged in our faith. God can expose the, the true nature of ourselves, how easy it is to say, I love you, but somebody rubs you the wrong way or does something that you don't like. It could be a different story. It's tough. Love and all. I want to tell you this morning about a missionary. I want to read this story. This is current. This is what's happening right now in our world. His name is Pastor Onset. He sat up one night in his bed and looked at the hole in his grass roof. It was happening again, just like every night. The people of the village didn't like him being there, so they threw stones and rocks onto his roof all night long so he couldn't get any sleep. Pastor Onset is a Christian living in the village of, let me pronounce this right, I'll probably just get this all wrong because it's, it's a huge city name. Mabea, Tanzania. How many has heard of that? In Tanzania, it's a, I guess it's a little village. I never heard of it before when I saw that. I was like, I know I'm going to blow this word, but I'm going to do it anyways. So many, many people of that village are Muslims. Others practice witchcraft. They don't believe that Jesus is God's son. And they often persecute Pastor Onset and other Christians. Life can be hard for the Christians there. But life is hard for anyone in the village because there is no fresh water. Everyone has to walk a long distance to get dirty water from a river because the water is dirty. People often get sick and die. One day, Pastor Onset was visited by some missionaries who wanted to help the people in his village. They were going to dig a well. Usually a well is dug right next to a church building. This way the villagers will know that it is the Christians, the Christian church that is providing the water. It also gives Christians an opportunity to share the gospel when people come for water. But Pastor Onset didn't have a a, a proper church building. 
Instead, the people met in a little hut. He told the missionaries to go ahead and dig the well anyways, right next to the little hut. The people of the village become, became curious. They watched as the well was dug. The well was being dug right next to this little hut. It was going to supply the, the fresh water. Finally, the well was finished. They started pumping and up cleaning, cleaning fresh water. The people of the church gave a chair. Not only did they have clean water for themselves, but they could share the water with the people of the village and have an opportunity to share about Jesus. Day after day, villagers came to the well to get water. Some of the church ladies often sat by the well using it as a witnessing place. When people came to get water, the ladies told them about Jesus, the living water. To this day, there's multiple people, multiple Muslims, people that have been using witchcraft in their life to help them with their diseases, with their sicknesses, come to this well. There they meet a pastor that they persecuted at one time. They literally, the story goes on to say they literally were out to kill him, were out to torture him. They tried to burn the church down, tried to burn his house down just to drive him out. Now, there's fresh water for the town now all the people come to this little church, they get fresh water and they're hearing about the love of Jesus. They're seeing the love from this pastor that they thought differently of. So, man, you're giving us this free, clean water. You must really love us. You must really love us. And this story really hit me hard because this is a kind of love that God is wanting us to have, wanting us to show, can you love through persecution? Can you love somebody when they're out to get you? When they're out to, to hurt you and your family? Now, I draw a fine line, don't get me wrong. I come packing a lot of times. You mess with my family. <laughs> I'm not going to take too kind, but you got some chances. <laughs> you got you. You have an opportunity to come to Jesus <laughs> in a moment. <laughs> but we have we. This is I'm being real with you guys. There's there's a fine line. There's the love, and there's sometimes the tough love. our freedoms, okay? You know what? This is where I draw the line. I love homosexuals. I pray that they come into this church and give their life to Jesus and be changed. But I'm against accepting it into the church culture. Got to draw the line. Got to have a have a line drawn. You know what? 
There's going to be no pastor here that's going to come in here that's going to be practicing that lifestyle. Ain't no board member. Nobody. you got to have a fine line. You see where I'm getting at. You still love, but you got a line drawn that you're not going to go past. You're not going to let things come past it. This is beautiful love because I see this pastor being persecuted and it wouldn't take me long after the first rock was thrown. Hey, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm going back to America where I can enjoy my life, be at peace. This is crazy. I'm not going to put up with it. God is checking my heart. You got a calling on your life. God is calling you this morning to love, to give in ways that sometimes it just it's easy to give money, but to actually do the work different story. It's when it starts testing your love. Do I really love people? When you start serving, you start working. It's a challenge. This well, this church in Tanzania is now the witnessing place and I couldn't help but just to go back to the story, John chapter 4. If you got your Bibles, you can turn there. John chapter 4, verses, we're just going to look, it goes all the way from 5 to 26, but we're just going to look at chapter 5, or chapter 4, verse 5 and 10. My goodness, I looked at the time up there and I got seven minutes to wrap this thing up. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. To talking and serves me right. Okay. Verse 5. So he came, this is Jesus. Jesus came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sachar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weary from his journey, set thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would give you living water. So powerful. But it shows the love of Jesus. Jews cannot mingle with the Samaritans. It was not right. But Jesus was showing us how to love all. That he went to the woman and the word of God goes on to pretty much say she was sleeping with a guy. 
she wasn't even married to. She was married five times, four or five times, and the other guy she was just sleeping with. Jesus could have been acted like a, a preacher. Hallelujah. You go to hell if you don't change your life. But he simply came to love in a loving way. Exposed to prove that he was the Son of God, the Savior, her Savior, and he was there to give her a drink of the living water. Is there to show her the love of the Savior. There, that woman's life was changed because she encountered Jesus. She encountered the man that was going to die for her, for you and I, for people you and I don't necessarily agree with. We can say, yeah, it's hard to love him. He come to die for her, for you and I. The same Jesus is here this morning. You and I have what the Word of God says in John chapter 7. You and I have rivers of living water billowing out from us. There's an old song I like to sing. I got a river of life. Remember that one in church? Maybe flowing out of me. Makes the lame to walk in the blind to see. It opens prison doors. Sets the captives free. <laughs> Give yourself a hand. That was beautiful. We got a river of life flowing through us. This morning, it's flowing through us. Are we seeing the lame walking? Or is our faith, oh, we prayed with them and it ain't going to happen. Oh, Michelle still has cancer. And so what else do we have? We got a river of life flowing through us. It doesn't stop, my friends. We all have expiration dates, but we're all hanging on to faith. I want to see some of these prophets have prophesied about the elections, about things that are coming. And all I know is that I better be faithful to what God is saying. I better respect the prophets and listen. Listen to what they're saying and believe God with my faith. And when something doesn't come to pass, don't let it destroy your faith. Help me to have greater faith so when my little life is persecuted, when somebody's throwing rocks and trying to shoot me away, I don't want to hear you. You're a Christian. And I can stay in faith and say, you know what? God has called me to this place and I'm here for the long haul until God tells me different or if I die trying. This is where I'm at. This is where my faith is at. And I'm serving Jesus every day. I'm not going to move to the right or to the left. I'm walking with Jesus every day, and I'm letting the river of life 
world. Worship team, if you want to come back up, ready to close this thing. You and I have rivers of life, but you and I can easily contaminate it. I've been impressed with some of these lakes. We went to Lake Geneva, and I was impressed on how clear the water was in that lake. You go to the Mississippi River, and you stick your finger in there, and you won't even see your finger once it hit the water. It is that dirty and muddy. How easily it is for our rivers to be contaminated. How easy it is to, for the grace of God to move in our lives for His love, and how easy it is for us to dam it up. Simply cut it off. God wants to fill your cisterns back up. Make the well of living water bubbling up into our souls and out. The river, river of life flowing out of us. Jesus, mighty hand, it's tough to love all. I always tell our youth, if you want to know a little bit about love, the world is going to give you 150 definitions through music, through movies. Most of them are going to be a lie. Most of them are going to manipulate what love is really about. That's what I love about God's Word. You just open it up. Go right to Matthew book of Matthew and you just see it right there. You want to know about love? Here's the first thing. Here's the commandment. Love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Do not waver. I'm telling you, when you do that, when you love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul, you're going to love all. You're going to give your life just like Jesus gave his life. Whatever that calling is in your life, people will see the love of God in all that you do. When things come your way that challenge, that test your faith, you're not going to waver. Of all, yeah, that was a terrible thing what the terrorists have done, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate. Pray that justice will be served, but this doesn't mean that everybody it's tough. <laughs> Just even talking about it, it's, it's a challenge to talk about. When Jesus gave those commandments, love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And he goes on to say, love your neighbor as yourself. Which gives us really a good definition of what love is. Even in your marriage, word of God says, husbands, love your wives as yourself. 
We never can get to love anybody if we cannot look in the mirror at ourselves. If we cannot give ourselves clean water and something to eat and something warm to wear. And I believe we're all, we all can do that. God is calling us to love our neighbors, love our co-workers. I worked at Dot Foods, a huge food redistribution place. I was kind of the gopher of the whole company. And I worked with like 300 and some plus women. And they were all like saleswomen. So you know how my, men, you know how my life was for a little bit. <laughs> Can you do this for me? I got this. Can you do this? Can you do that? I hate serving. I hate this. One of my coworkers kind of got mad at me. I did something wrong or whatever. So I went and told my boss, hey, you know, I'm having a hard time with my coworker. What do I do? He just looked at me and says, oh, go buy him a, go buy him a present. <laughs> I got this little knife and flashlight. I said, hey, man, I enjoy working with you. I'm sorry that whatever I did, I didn't mean to do it. After I gave him that gift, I felt love in my heart, more compassion for my coworker. My coworker became a close friend. Those little acts of kindness, those little things <laughs> that are extremely hard to do when you're mad and have that kind of love. It's a challenge for God this morning. room this morning, he's filling our hearts with love. Love we haven't felt just. God loves you. God loves you. There's more people that love you than you understand. If there wasn't COVID going on, I'd give you a big hug right now. God loves you. I love you. Let God, let the love of God Somebody that's getting on my nerves. I love you, man. <laughs> Just kidding. Ah, man, the love. Ah, it's a river of life. Who am I going to pray with this week? How ah, you think, Michelle? I think we're going to see a healing where she's going to go in the doctor. What in the world happened? There's no cancer anymore. Where did it go? Oh, it's our faith, my friends. <laughs> Come on, just just believe. What else do we have? What what do we have to lose, my friends? Man, we're, we need to go all in for Jesus. Don't let don't just play church and just come in and, and leave the same way you came in. Oh man, let God change you. Let God build your faith. <laughs> Inundate you with his love.
close this morning. Let's the worship team sing their song. Man, let's just let God, God help me to love, love all. God, show me, God, how to love. Show me some of these places, God, that need to be worked so I can continue. In